It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back, Spark Pride Podcast, Fans First Sports Network. I'm Jonathan Shop. We're taking a look back at the 2013 Michigan State Spartans. Chase it again. That is the name of the article series, reposting my articles from 2013. It's on the Spartan Spride Podcast Substack. Just look up my name or look up Spartan Pride Podcast or Spartan Pride Substack, and you will get there if you want to take a look back in detail at 2013. We have arrived towards the end of the regular season. We're talking about a game in late November, the 23rd, in fact, of November 2013. That's when the Spartans went to Evanston, Illinois for a noon kickoff with Northwestern, a badly backsliding Northwestern versus a hot-to-trot Michigan State football team looking for another Legends Division trophy. We're going to paint the picture, take a look back as we chase it again on this edition of the Spartan Pride Podcast. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. 
Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Spartan football was flying pretty high after the Northwestern, well, after the Nebraska game and after Northwestern as well. But coming into the Northwestern week, Michigan State offensively was feeling pretty good. They were getting better play out of Connor Cook. We talked about some of his struggles and some of his bounce back in the offense section of the outlook moving forward. We talk about his Brett Favre-like ability that you could see early on where sometimes he would miss some of the simple throws and make some of the really, really tough ones. That's something that would stay with Cook throughout his best days at Michigan State, and obviously he would get better uh, through 2015, of course. What you have at this point of the season is Jeremy Langford really starting to emerge. He held the ball, took it 32 times for 151 against Nebraska, so he was really flying pretty high. Coach D know that. Pat Fitzgerald knew that. The entire Big Ten was getting to know Jeremy Langford, and it would be a little longer until I would come up with the description I would still use for Jeremy Langford today. He was sneaky strong and sneaky fast. He was faster than people thought he was, and he certainly was stronger than people thought he was, and that's why he played in the NFL and had a decent run because he had that sneaky fast, sneaky strong play. He did not give up on special teams, though. I've forgotten about that. You see it in the offense section where Coach D talks about the fact that this is a guy throughout his emergence to become the starting running back at Michigan State had not given up any kind of wiggle room. He hadn't relaxed on his special team duties. He was taking everything in stride and really kind of developing a professional mindset that would serve him really well as the Spartans continued to run and he continued to soar. The offense was getting better as well because of the offensive line. We all knew that, but you know, it's one thing when you hear it from coaches, they're telling the truth and see it in real time. You got a chance to do something. So we recap some of the offensive miscues and stumbles against Northwestern, but then the real success that they had and the position they were in a quarterback not expected to play at all start of the season emerges to become the starter and by a week-to-week basis he's learning to play better under pressure he's making big plays at key times and stacking them on top of each other that's part of how you become the best quarterback in modern history at any school and cook without a doubt remains that today I expect and hope he's going to have a really big role in celebrating the 10th anniversary of this 2013 team that is really just going to kick off, as you know, less than a month from now when Michigan State starts the season on Labor Day Friday night. We are taking a look back at the 2013 Spartans. We are at the 11th game of the regular season, which was Northwestern, and the defense at that point was kind of a proven commodity. They had known before Nebraska that would be their toughest challenge. They stood up to the challenge. They really did a great job at securing four of the turnovers that tilted the Nebraska game. And they did enough to keep Nebraska out of rhythm and out of sync. It is a game that you looked back at just days later and thought, boy, Nebraska probably thinks they should have won this one, but they just made a mess all over itself. Well, that was pretty true, but also when you look at now, you look back at the, the kind of game Curtis Drummond had, for example, on defense and special teams. It's pretty darn incredible, and this is a guy that went on to play at the NFL level. 
Same goes for an uh, emerging cornerback named Trey Waynes, who a lot of people know and remember around Michigan State and will certainly see hopefully a good bit of this fall. So this defense was just going looking to sharpen the sword at Nebraska uh, at Northwestern rather. As good as Nebraska was on offense, Northwestern was not. They were struggling. They were free-falling. There were obviously other things going on at Nebraska. This was possibly during one of their other off-field issues that had to do with unionizing and private business. and They had some mess. They had some chemistry issues at Northwestern. And uh, we come to learn that maybe there was a little bit more there than we thought. We don't know. Obviously, that's a present-day story talking about these years. We don't know, but there certainly was no sign of any trouble at the time. There was just sign of trouble on the field with chemistry as well. The defense smelled an opportunity to really do some work. However, going up against Pat Fitzgerald's Northwestern football teams was kind of like going up against a gnat. You know they were going to be around, you knew they were buzzing, and you knew they would dink and dunk you as best they could. And Northwestern would do that a little bit, but not very successful, as we're going to talk about in a few minutes. We are looking back at the 2013 Michigan State Spartans. Chase It Again is the title of the Substack series, reposting the articles I wrote in 2013. We're going to be back right here on the Spartan Pride Podcast, part of the Fans First Sports Network. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Special teams at Nebraska was as good as it got for Michigan State. Humongous plays were made. We revisit those in the outlook moving forward because they were so important. Mike Sadler and Curtis Drummond specifically. Mike Sadler with dropping punts inside the 10, dropping a punt with inside the 1. Drummond causing fumbles, making tackles. A real successful day for the Michigan State special teams and a highlight of how good that team was becoming. It's one thing to have a good special teams player, too. At this period of time, during the D'Antonio era, they were happening a lot. So as you watch Michigan State football this fall, if you see a special teams play here or there, that's one thing. Sometimes you can see it spark a very fantastic season, as we saw with Jaden Reed versus Nebraska a couple years ago. But in 2013 and some of those years, they were happening on a regular basis as the Spartans were operating with really a great college football punter, a great kicker, and some serious attention, pedigree, redshirt, practice time, etc., for almost all the guys on Spartan special teams. This is when Michigan State was definitely sending some of and most of their best players out to make plays on special teams, and it mattered. So this ball club was ready to go to Evanston, to take care of business. They were playing to clinch the Legends Division Trophy. And as soon as that was in hand, as you know, it meant they're going to Indianapolis to play for a shot to play in the Rose Bowl. Now, it would turn out that some other things were in play there that would practically assure Michigan State the Rose Bowl before the Big Ten Championship game. But nobody knew that was going to happen yet. Nobody knew that was going to happen on November 23rd. They just knew they were going to go play a sleepy Northwestern team 
that season had slid away from it just slid away from them for good and that they had a little bit of a maturity test to show up take care of business get the hat and that's kind of what they would do they would show up they took care of business they got the championship hat as i look back at the perhaps another thought again given all that's going on in college football today it's kind of amazing to see what was in the air at that time we talked about the likelihood that Michigan State could go to the Rose Bowl and Ohio State could go to another BCS game because of the setup and the prominence of Ohio State. Um, we all know what happened from there. It's not really going to be an issue in the future, although I would absolutely agree with you if you think the current playoff expansion is up in the air right now, I would sure expect it is. I would not think it's a finished product yet. I don't buy any of that, especially with these conferences still jumping around. But back then, there was an opportunity that Michigan State may make the Rose Bowl regardless of whether they won the Big Ten Championship game. I kind of previewed that because I saw that potential writing on the wall. Now, this week, we did learn that Pat Fitzgerald had an opportunity to be a candidate at other places like Southern Cal and Michigan. All those things I can tell you uh, support the knowledge and information I had back then because we're going back a long time now. And I do think Pat Fitzgerald should have gone to coach elsewhere. I said that for years. Uh, what's happened to him this summer makes no difference. I think he would have been better to uh, go elsewhere and try other things. USC, Texas, Virginia, Michigan, Georgia Tech, Vanderbilt, all those could have been possible. Um, back then, Fitzgerald wanted to stay there and get a new football building. He did, but he only got a couple years there, as we all know. A.J. McCarron is a blast from the past. He was arguably one of the most successful football players in college history. I pointed out the difference between best and successful. You know, in this article, I say Tim Tebow was probably the best player of the modern era. I think that's still probably true. I'm not sure. It, it's probably going to be a while before somebody stays and plays enough years in college football to eclipse the domination and success that Tim Tebow had. Good luck selling that to young folks that didn't see him play because this sport is certainly different than what it was then. But all you got to do is look at the record books and you'll find out, regardless of whatever he's saying and doing in 2023, Tim Tebow was a real deal playing football in his day in those early 2000s. We're going to take a look back at that Northwestern game and wrap this edition up with the Spartan Pride podcast here on The Fans First Sports Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Spartans would go to Evanston and take care of Northwestern 30-6. to It was not as close as the score read or the score sheet. As you know, Northwestern played that dink and dunk, so they would move the ball some, and they ran for 80 and had 300 yards of total offense, but they didn't score. They were 4 for 15 on third down, and they had pretty much no chance. They turned the ball over three times as well. This was not close, which was exactly what Michigan State wanted. 
Michigan State came looking to take care of business and grab a hat, and they did just that. And off they went back to East Lansing with a Legends Division championship. Really good work. Really fun day for Michigan State. Another solid day on a cold, windy, deep Big Ten day in Evanston. The big one was the 87-yard touchdown to Benny Fowler. One Fowler grabbed with one hand, and one that you'll see a highlight clip of a lot, hopefully, this fall, because it's one of the standout catches and plays of that season. Michigan State knew if they won this game at Evanston, they would ink their plans to go to Indianapolis, and they did just that. Really good effort for Michigan State. Really clear trend at this point. The Spartans went from barely on a map on November 1st to the hottest team in the country and about to break into the top 10 as this one wore down in Evanston. That would leave the Spartans with one more to go, a home game against Minnesota, which we'll look at next week. And then we will take a serious look at the Big Ten Championship game, everything that went on then, and then, of course, the Rose Bowl. As we wrap up our revisit, as we chase it again, looking back at the 2013 Michigan State Spartans here on the Fans First Sports Network. We're going to have some fun between now and then. Hondo Carpenter and I will get together for a very good special This will really be the first time he and I have talked in any great detail about this 2013 team, probably since, I don't know, 2014 or 2015 when we were just doing the regular course of business at Spartan Nation. So he's going to join us. We're going to talk and 10 years back reflect on what made that team so successful, maybe some stories that folks never heard that were the difference maker, some good breaks, some bad breaks, whatever it would be. That's all coming soon on the Spartan Pride Podcast. We are going to wrap up our trip back. First with the Spartan Senior Day versus Minnesota. And that's coming next week. I'll be back in the meantime. Next time we will be talking about the Big Ten news of expansion and what might be next. Stick around. Enjoy yourself. Take a look around the Fans First Sports Network. There's a lot of good stuff out there. I will talk to you soon.